0: This is Keep Up! I'm your host, Cynthia Dale. It's Friday, July 7th, 2023. I'm in my Portland, Maine studio with some great news for Portland and the surrounding area housing enthusiasts who have been taking pot shots at my hometown of Cape Elizabeth. We just got hot off the press, the feasibility report that I have been waiting for. You no longer just have to take my word for it that developing housing on publicly owned land known as Gulfcrest is feasible. We have it in writing. From the experts the gullcrest affordable housing feasibility report hot off the press prepared for the town of cape elizabeth by sebago technics is on the town council agenda for monday night if you want to read the report i'll cut to the chase we can do it we can develop 78 condos with garages similar to cape colonial village on this area of Goldcrest, or if we wanted to apply the density bonus under the new state law, 196 units. So that is just fabulous news. Fabulous, fabulous news. It involves uh, the construction of a road if we want to really maximize the density for these uh, concepts, and I'm all for it, I and I hope that you are too. I'm especially and particularly supportive of developing further and and you know, actually achieving concepts one or two, and I want to talk to you briefly about that. You look at the report, there's four concepts, and they all are, are good ideas. One and two, though, do not involve changing the zoning ordinance, and that's why I support developing further concepts one and two with the caveat that we would build a road to maximize the density. Concepts three and four Involved changing the zoning ordinance. It involves changing Goldcrest from being a RA zone to an RC zone. And I can just tell you <laughs> that that is the, you know, that's the, that's the weight around the neck that's just going to sink the entire idea. If we have to change the Cape Elizabeth zoning ordinance, it's a landmine. It'll take forever, and it'll cause the idea to die. Uh, it, we, we know this because we've been down this road before pardon the pun. So my hope is that people listening to this podcast who care about housing, who want to support further the development of this idea, get on board and tell the town council you're grateful that they did this feasibility report. You want them to continue to support further the development of concepts one and two, meaning a Cape colonial style village of homes uh, or a, a greater density using the existing laws and not amending the zoning ordinance. <laughs> uh, but really, really good news that, that community housing is feasible. It's, it's feasible to build, thanks to the Sebago Technics Report, and it's feasible financially because we know from the interview with John Egan who at the Genesis Fund is the expert on financing affordable housing projects that there are numerous main housing authority programs in place that will fully finance the development of this of this housing and and so the thought that we could have a beautiful neighborhood of little homes you know in this lovely spot in our town and and help solve this problem is just is really wonderful and and i encourage everyone to to give the town council the support that they need to take the next step because what we need is the specific cost of the road uh, right now if, if we want to just stick to the laws unless we develop a, a, a road there's a limit of 20 units because you can't have more than 20 units on a dead-end road so we have to develop a longer road and if 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 that's what the council does, I hope they do. That's what they should do, in my view. They should tell Sebago technics to do what we need to further develop concepts one and two, including the fact that the town would pay for the construction of a road to enable the maximum density. And we do it using municipal bonds. And the beauty of that is that the bond that we used to pay for this road to develop this area of Gallcrest for housing that is legal within the confines of the existing laws we'd pay for it using a bond that has to go out to the referendum it has to go out to the voters that's what our tar- our charter says our town charter in section 8 so it 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 just couldn't it, it's a it this is how you do it Okay, this is how you do it. This is how you change policy and accomplish something by working with the laws as they exist, building support around an idea from the ground up, and then putting it out to the voters for their contemplation and vote, because if we pass the bond to build a road, then a developer will know that, okay, Cape Elizabeth is invested in this project. The community has given their okay, their approval, And we can move forward knowing that there will not be, you know, organized opposition, at least not political opposition, like there was to Dunham Court. The reason why so many people opposed Dunham Court was because it required our zoning ordinance to have massively, (laughs) you know, substantial changes made specifically just for this one project. And that offended and continues to offend people. It's just, it's not right. If one, you know, if we have to change the law for, special projects, it just, we should apply the laws fairly across the board. That includes the land that we own. Concepts one and two in the Goldcrest Feasibility Report do that, and I strongly encourage everyone who, who, who has time to just encourage the town council, take the next step, get the cost of the road so we can decide if we want to send it out to a bond and, and further develop concepts one and two, which is developing housing using the existing laws. The concepts three and four in, in the new report. Okay, one and two involves Cape Colonial-style villages or Dunham Court-style apartments, depending on which, which way you go. But concepts three and four in the report are, are also good ideas, but they call for the zone change, which is, you know, in my view, um, the road to failure. So I hope they just nix those right, out, right off the bat. Just don't consider anything that involves changing the law. and And this feasibility report on the heels of the financial feasibility with John Egan is also gaining momentum, finally, in, um, in the Housing Diversity Study Committee. The concept of community housing, affordable housing on is, uh is going to be on the survey. And that's great. I mean, uh, you know, we, we should be getting feedback about feasible ideas, and this is ideas feasible. And the information that I presented to the Housing Diversity Study Committee—that was the subject of my last podcast—the kerfuffle has been resolved. There, there's seems to be some um, opening of of people are more open to this idea now that they're actually being given facts. And so that the, the committee has agreed to put the information up on the website they're agreed to include the questions in the survey i do hope though that the committee does finish their work by september and just uh, puts their report out and so that we can move as a town forward with the things that we can achieve certainly taking all the recommendations into account and so uh just more good news about housing and uh and keep in touch and until next time this is cynthia dale signing off. take care.